Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about two movies, um, Enchanted, the Disney movie from 2007, and the new sequel, Disenchanted, that released uh, just a couple weeks ago, I think, in November. Yeah. Um, And to answer your earlier question, Emily, yes, I did, in fact, watch both of these movies today (laughs) while working. Do you know what I watched today? When Calls the Heart. (laughs) Mm, Nice. That's a perfect show to watch to just have on in the background. Oh, I love season one so much. Um, (laughs) I'll talk talk about my my Hallmark journey more on our next toppings. But uh, yes, I'm watching a lot of Hallmark things right now. But um, back to Enchanted. Um, We figured uh, we would talk about both these movies um, and kind of see how they compare. Um, yes. What do you remember about about the original release of 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 uh, the two thousand seven Enchanted movie, Alessandra? I Any actually, memories? yeah. So I don't remember watching the entire. But actually, I did definitely watch the entire movie at one point, and I think it was it um, until a little bit later when I was a bit more of a teen. Um, mm. I think with you or just. I didn't I don't remember watching it when it came out because I was not interested in it. And when I did see it, I definitely remembered a couple scenes from it for sure specifically. But um I remember not really digging it that much when I was younger. I was kind of like too cool for school about it. like this movie's for squares i don't want to like this movie (laughs) yeah i think i was just going through something at that time in my life where i was just kind of rebelling against uh movies just like this but you know now watching it uh as an adult i i can appreciate it a lot more i definitely enjoyed it um on a second watch but i still feel like it's missing something like it's missing that like romantic comedy-esque style that like, not really style, but more like ro- like actual romance that I just like did not feel as much even in this second watch. But I definitely, definitely enjoyed the performances and the music and all of the like New York stuff, of course, is going to make me really jazzed. So I definitely enjoyed that. That is... That is amazing because you literally just said everything that I feel about this movie. I feel like we just have no differing opinions about anything. I'm like, we are so (laughs) useless for a podcast because we don't have any differing viewpoints ever. Okay. 
Okay, reiterate what? It, okay, I'm gonna hear from okay, your, okay, okay. your. Let words me tell you now. my Let's memories. Go. I'm gonna tell you. Yes. I'm gonna tell you my memories. I went to the El Capitan mm. like special mm-hmm. event premiere, like not not premiere, but like they, yeah. you know, they'd have those they special. They have those special Disney things. They'd have mm-hmm. like little games and things for the for the kids to play after they watch the movie or something. Like I went to a Monsters Inc. one. I went to We went to Beauty uh, and the Beast together. We that went to was Beauty fun. and the Beast. Yeah, I've gone to like a Nightmare Before Christmas, like 4D. Uh my parents and I went to Into the Woods. Like there we definitely would go to these like all the time. So it's, I believe it's a real I went... Los Angeles thing to do. It is like the LA it life. Is, it is Go like the, the Hollywood Cap- thing to do. <laughs> yes. And it's like the only Hollywood thing that we will actually do because it's it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's actually a lot of fucking fun. Um so yeah. I remember I remember I don't really remember watching the movie. I do remember just not really caring for it. Like after I watched it, I was like, okay, I think Giselle was a little annoying to me. Like, the way, like, I love Amy Adams. I can definitely appreciate the movie now, but Giselle was just, she was annoying. Like, like she would mm-hmm. gasp every two minutes, like, every two seconds when she would talk. Mm-hmm. I just, and I just don't, I, I don't know. I just, I wasn't into it. What I, I remember, like, I definitely have a, a much more better appreciation for it now. I do realize the, the comedy in it, but yes, I agree with you. The romance is not really there for me to even really care about it now. Um, but I remember at the El Capitan thing that just, like there was a woman in a Giselle costume like in this little tent outside. Wow. So you, you could like talk to her. To take a and- picture with her and stuff. And I remember, like, trying to be, you know, that that stupid, smart-ass teen trying to, like, ask her, <laughs> ask her questions to break character. And, like, <laughs> no. and she wouldn't. She oh, wouldn't. No. She was she was very good. She was very good. I don't even know what I asked her, but I think I was trying to ask her about, like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, my brain is, is, like, pulling. Emo my Emily thing. Like, because you were, like, super emo. So like I was this not. Is a, I was such a poser. But yeah, yeah, that's true. I abs- but I absolutely was not. <laughs> you were. You were. I I don't really be. know who truly was emo, but you know what I mean. Like we were, you were all very interested in that. It was a <laughs> counterculture. It was a thing. Okay, like you, you're, you're posing because you're like twelve and thirteen, right? So that's yeah. what happens when you're thirteen or fourteen years old. You just do those things. So yes, this movie did come out before we were best friends. So. Uh, you know, I think before, I, before we found our true selves, I was lost. So true. <laughs> I was lost and didn't know who I was. Until... We only became who we were until we met, when we met each until other. Until we met we each like, other. Oh, this is it. Like this, this is who I'm going to be for the rest of my life is, is me and Emily's Up until personality. Then, who, who is Emily? Who fucking cares? Like, <laughs> well, just... you're discovering this. You, you know, true, not everybody true. finds their best friend. When they're 13, okay? Like, Very true. And then slowly Very melds true. into their personality so that they have the same opinions about everything. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? Very true. Very true. Um, but I, I just remember not even really liking the music all that much in this. I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I just remember not 
not really enjoying myself to to my full extent watching this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I did enjoy the rewatch. I watched it with my roommate, so that was a lot of fun. And I apparently my roommate loves this movie. So yeah. Um, the and the songs are catchy. The um, James Marsden as as the prince, so good. He's so fantastic. Um, Idina, always great. Oh my god, I did not know she was in this movie. Like, How did you know? I had no idea. Like I said, I've oh, only I, seen I forgot. This once. I completely forgot. Yeah, like I definitely didn't know who she was the first time I watched this. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, just the the things. I so it's it's interesting. I think. I think this movie was a bit too grown up for me when I when I watched it back in the day, and now I think it's just not enough grown up for me to like it now. That's exact, <laughs> literally, Emily. You stole the fucking words out of my mouth. Who are you? I was gonna say like I truly wanted this movie to be more like um, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers in its like adult humor. <laughs> You know, and it wasn't. Yeah, it was definitely more no. childish. Yeah, and, and I also think I felt that when I was younger as well. I thought this is just a childish movie. But again, it is that way. I do wish it would. It had a little bit more adult humor in it. A, like there was hardly any. Like there was one line that I thought stood out to me, which was the, when was the that? little girl was getting, like, they were in the hair salon, and she was telling um, Giselle, she was like, yes. you know, because boys only want one thing, and then she's like, well, what's that? And she's what like, is that? I don't know, no one will tell me. Yes! That was the best line! <laughs> I was like, okay, that's funny that, like, it dates the movie, but it's a funny line, you know, and and... That was, to me, the funniest thing. Like, of course, I did laugh at... I I laughed at a couple things. I laughed at, you know, even the part where she was singing to all the roaches and stuff in New York City. I actually found that much more funny after living in New York City. But, um, you know, and also I enjoyed the dancing in Central Park. I actually really liked that scene with all the different colorful characters of Central Park. So that, that was actually kind of fun. Yeah, the movie is the movie is very well put together watching it a second time. It it, it, it kind of reminds me of of Elf in a lot of ways like with this yes. Giselle character trying that is to exactly the trying same. to oh my god trying to fit in with with normal yeah. times. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Elf either, so maybe that's just kind of where where my opinion is at. I've seen Fish Elf out of water storylines, man. That's yes. the, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Ma- maybe it's just like secondhand embarrassment or something. Like maybe I just can't handle it <laughs> or yeah. something like that. I think like but... after after living in New York, I think I just have a different perspective. Of course, I, that's a stupid thing to say, but it's true. Like. <laughs> I, I say that about so many things in every movie that takes place in New York. I'm like, okay, well, they're trying to give you this feeling of it, and it does have that feeling. So, like, I like it when it feels authentic, even though the people in this are, genu- like, generally nicer um, than New York is. But it's just, like, <laughs> it has that magical quality to it that I think is very well represented in this movie. Yeah, yeah. The um the the dragon at the end, you know, age it ruins it. 
it, it's aged, not good. Aged not the best. No. It looked, uh, it looked real, real clunky. Um, Susan Sarandon is is not used enough in this movie. She is she is not used. She's to her really full not. potential at. She comes all. in way too late. She has her one small little appearance in in the animated part, and then she doesn't show up until like the very end, and then she's just gone. Like how she does like, not like, have... what was the threat? What is yeah. the threat of this movie? There's not one. There, there isn't, isn't one. The threat it's her incompetence. Is, <laughs> is the man I love doesn't love me anymore, and let's just swap. Let's just swap hot dudes. Like that's, that's like exactly that's, right. Yeah, that's the problem. That's which I'm all for. I mean, I love that Idina ends up with with the prince. I mean, it's and 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 she and she has become a queen, a, a Disney queen twice now. She's a yeah. Disney queen. She is. Yeah. I mean, Twice. for sure. Squared. Um, yeah, we'll get to her in the new one. But um, yeah, definitely, like, I agree with you. The plot could have been reorganized a bit to make the queen of, like, Susan Sarandon really did not, again, live, live up to her potential. She should have come in earlier to the, you know, the world and somehow, you know, been having her own. Um, because she, cause she's doing everything through Peter Pettigrew. Timothy yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Timothy Spall. And like, he's fun. And but he's like, great, but it would have been more Susan fun Sarandon. I if she was the one doing all those shenanigans, you know? Yeah. 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 That's what I want to see. I mean, all, all of his little disguises were funny up until it was inappropriate. Until, but I, um... I know. He would. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Until it was not okay. How 2007 was this fucking movie where he was wearing a turban and a beard, a fake beard, inside of a taxi cab. He's a white man. What the fuck? Like, what executive thought that that was okay? Like, Jesus Christ. It was awful. Oh, that just put that just put a bad taste in my mouth for the movie. I know. Of course, there's no problem with him playing an Italian because, again, Italians are white people. You're literally not gonna. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one not so good it's part okay. of it. But like, tr- tr- okay. like the rest of it was all right. Like this is very family friendly. There's they're not doing anything that's too much. And you know, <laughs> New York is um, it it can be a not as fem- family friendly location. Um, but you mm-hmm. know, it has that. You know. It, a lot of kids live in New York. A lot of kids visit New York. So there are a ton of family-friendly things and in, in life around. Kid, um, kids grow up. Kids are born in New York. <laughs> they live and grow in New York. And, um... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about uh, Patrick Dempsey. A little bit. This was kind of at the height sure. of Patrick Dempsey's fame, I think. <laughs> Which I mean, in, again, not sure if this is just me, but I'm not all that into Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> He's Should never going to live up to. Um, <laughs> Should uh, I be more into him? Love, okay, truly. Oh, I did. I did like that movie. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. But uh, I've seen Maid of Honor. No, not Maid of Honor. Yes. No. Yeah. No. Yes. Maid of Honor. Man of, and I actually Man of Honor? watched that no. recently. Yes. Man of Honor. No, it's Maid of Honor. M-A-D-E. 
Yes, where it's where it's his friend is getting married, and then she asked him to be his because they're best friends. The, the, yeah. Right, and yeah, she's married like, like like a Scottish guy. Yeah, and that movie again. I rewatched that recently, <clears throat> and it's so bad. Like I, <laughs> I mean, again, I'm on a quest to watch all the rom coms. So for sure, for sure, I just. It's just, you know, and that, you're and you're oh. ma- you're making a valiant effort, Elsandra. You're I doing, really am. You're doing God's work right now. <laughs> yeah, in that one, he's he's way worse. Like this one, he's completely okay. <laughs> it's worse. Yeah, he's it's such worse. a trash person in that other one. It's it's really not good. He's really not. Um, oh. He does so many shitty things, and you're just like, I don't want to root for you, buddy. <laughs> I don't want you to get what you want. You don't deserve it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I but I do I do love James Marsden a lot. Yeah. I really I really like him in Twenty Seven Dresses. Yeah. Um, he's he can do no wrong. He can do no wrong. Um, other than Giselle being a little annoying, um, to a- Amy Adams she's she's perfection. She's absolute perfection. Um, yeah. She um, she she played the role well, even though I don't like the character. <laughs> Yeah, I I think she's good. I definitely don't have a problem with her. Um, I, I honestly like... liked her character better in Disenchanted, but yeah. we'll talk about that a bit more. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we will. Um, you you can see the photos here on IMDb. Uh, the top photos are they all the comparisons between the Disney uh, classics and the movie, the Enchanted movie? Can you see right in the front there? Oh, like this one kind of looks like uh, um, Snow White a little bit. Yeah, Prince Charming kissing Snow White and then the like bubble of Cinderella similar to the bubble when she's cleaning. Um, Yes. A lot of dragon stuff, dancing like Beauty and the Beast. And of course, Giselle's got all of the uh, animals helping her. So it, it's a funny, like, it's definitely making fun of itself. And, like, I just, I don't think there was anything like Disney making fun of itself as much as this movie when it came out in 2007, you know? Yeah. And I thought all the references were, were very good. They're very fun. Um, yeah, this movie, this, this movie knew what it was doing and it, and it did it well. It really mm-hmm. did. It it was, it was making fun of the weird situation that Giselle was in, um, it was. It's all in good fun. All in yeah, good fun. And, and and not to mention the cast is really good. Amy Adams is is an amazing choice for this because she's she's a very good actress, an Oscar winning actress, you know, or Oscar nominated actress. Um, truly, like she in this role just elevates the role in a way. And I know it was kind of one of her earlier roles for sure, um, but. It, she has this, she has something about her that makes her just not like every girl. You know, she is a very, like, great actress and woman, you know, and you're just instantly drawn to her, even if she's acting stupid, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, Yeah, so should we read the, is there any, like, plot keywords or anything or any, like, uh, trivia we should read? I'm going to look. Uh, yeah, you look at the trivia, I'll read the plot keywords. <clears throat> Let's see. We've got 
Fairy Tale, New York, New York City, TV News, Stepmother Stepson Relationship. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. Right. Um the actresses who provided the voices for three previous animated Disney princesses made appearances in this movie. Jodie Benson, who plays Ariel, Paige O'Hara, yes. who plays Belle, and Jodie Kun, oh. who plays who sings for Pocahontas. Also, Julie Andrews is the voiceover. Yes, I remember seeing um, Jodie Benson because my room my roommate pointed them out mm-hmm. and was like, "That's Ariel," and I was like, "Oh, she was the uh, lady who was the receptionist, right?" Yes, at wh- where uh, where Patrick Dempsey worked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was her. Um, that, I, that's great. I'm glad she had a lot of speaking roles, too. And also, Adina Menzel said she was flattered to be hired only as an actress because she did not sing at all in this movie. She didn't. And I was so surprised by that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like she was a nobody at this point. She was Adina Menzel no. in 2007. <laughs> like, she was in, you know rent <laughs> yeah and she, many and, and the wicked <laughs> you know like this, this yeah. is her <laughs> so yeah. uh okay oh apparently there's a hidden mickey uh the bus driver's hair is shaped like mickey mouse's ears what? <laughs> as well as the green pepper slices on the pizza robert and giselle are served at the bella notte restaurant Let's talk about that because the, the there is this is not a very diverse movie. Okay, every character that is POC is a side character and a funny character. There is no like yes. actual representation of everybody and I'm like obviously again shame on you back, you know, 2007 Disney, but you could at least had different people in this movie and you just decided just no let's just throw all the whiteies in it <laughs> all the tidy whiteies in it uh, yeah um yeah i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> all uh, right um okay so let's uh look at the um meta score it's got actually a 75 <laughs> Which is higher than I thought it was going to get. Um, yeah. 28 positive, 4 mixed, and 0 negatives. Wow. Wow. The the highest is a 90, and the lowest is a 58. Here we've got the Seattle Post Intelligencer. (laughs) Gave it, wow. gave it a 58. <laughs> Give, given the possibilities, it's not particularly inventive. Uh, but it is nice to see a comedy so affectionate with the conventions of, with the conventions it spoofs. Okay. Yeah, so, all right. Why not? Um I'll read this 75 from Peter Travers. It says, Not since Julie Andrews wrote an umbrella to glory in Mary Poppins has Disney given us such a real-life doll in Amy Adams. Okay. Amy Adams I mean, is yeah. a, is a definitely a standout. The Variety 80 says, A full-blown musical that commutes between Disney's parented cartoon universe 
and the real world with cleverness and grace. This splashy production reminds one of nothing in the Disney canon so much as Mary Poppins, not least due to the A Star is Born aura that surrounds Amy Adams here, just as it did with Julie Andrews 43 years ago. Oh, wow. So, so such nice things to say about Amy, because, yeah, she was really good. She is. And then the highest we've got here is a 90 from LA Weekly. It's the sort of buoyant all-ages entertainment that Hollywood has been laboring to revive in recent years, most recently with Hairspray, but hasn't managed to get it right until now. And the glue holding it all together is the incomparable Adams, an Oscar nominee for 2005's Junebug, uh, who gives the kind of blissful screwball performance that seemed to go out of fashion after I Love Lucy left the airways. That's amazing. Yeah, everybody's right. reviews are just like, Amy Adams, Amy Adams, Amy Adams. And like, honestly, yes. Like, we know this now. <laughs> For sure. So, she she really is fantastic. So, all She's right. amazing. So, should we uh, take a break a- before we go to Disenchanted? Yes. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay. We are back. Um, with Disenchanted. A new movie. Similar cast. Actually, mostly the same cast. Which is pretty great. Mostly the same, with some new fun faces. Um, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get right into it, I guess. Um, so with, uh, it, it pretty closely ends, uh, or starts up at the end of what happened at uh, Enchanted. You know, Giselle and what's his name henry <laughs> i don't even know he's such a nothing character da- robert. robert robert <laughs> he's so boring Ugh. he's so boring um we have a uh, giselle and robert get together obviously and they they get married um uh they have a kid together um and um and uh Giselle wants to move out of New York. That's that's kind of how this how this movie starts. Um it's 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 been a minute since I've seen this movie, so I'm trying to remember everything that happens. Um Alessandra yes. just watched this today. It is very fresh in her mind. It is not <laughs> is not very fresh in my mind. 
it's yeah, growing a little mold in the back there. Like it's 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 been sitting there for a minute. Um, they want a little bit more space because they got they they have Morgan obviously, and she's a teenager. But they their do... apart his apartment was huge. It was fucking about huge. He lived okay, so he lived on one fifteenth and Riverside. That is, um, Upper West Side absolute perfect place to live it is like an and giant giant massive place i mean he was a lawyer so um there's that and also what i liked about the previous movie was that the wife didn't die she left them <laughs> oh talk about that oh because um, because i forgot i died i forgot <laughs> yeah like usually the mom is dead but in this case, she left them, which is a definite like, um, it just it was it's a more up to date. It's, it's like, a it's a different situation that Disney yeah. doesn't normally normally have yeah. in their stories in their movies. Exactly. So you know, Amy Adams is is now Morgan's mom, and she does call Morgan does call her mom, um, but she is also a teenager, so she's uh, angsty. <laughs> yes, so she's rebelling um, in a way. Like, she doesn't want to move, and uh, Giselle has has found out about this place um, that has just opened up and is, and is uh, like, building houses or something. Like, it's this new city or something that, like, popped yeah, up out of nowhere. trying right? to get people to move there. I think it's just a, you know, New York suburb. A suburban. Yeah. Yeah. As they are. And... And they find this amazing house right out of a fairy tale, you might say. Um, (laughs) Architecture's very, very fairy tale-esque. And the house is ginormous um, and gorgeous. Um, But, uh, and it's still being, it's still being renovated as they're moving in. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. But, um, so we're kind of, so Giselle's kind of stepping, uh, stepping on our tiptoes around, around, uh, the girl. What's her name? Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Um, you know, trying not to piss her off and, you know, make her, make her more mad or sad that she's leaving her friends in New York. Um, and just trying to make things better, which I mean, we know that Morgan doesn't have any ill will towards Giselle. Like she, she does love her. And she mm-hmm. does like respect her as a mother. So this, I don't know this, this sort of back and forth like, I hate you, but I still love you and respect you was like kind of. It's I was weird. like pick a side. I was like yeah, pick, just I totally pick, pick agree a side. With you. Yeah, like I understand that logically you could be mad about something but still love someone, but like. I don't know, just you, they were confusing me and she just needed to pick a side. <laughs> <laughs> For this situation. Yeah. Um, but, so they get gifted a magic wand that can only be used by the Adelation people. And um, it, it's cute because you, we get introduced back to Adina Menzel and James Marsden that way because they got married and they live in Adelasia in the in the fairy tale land that's hand drawn and <laughs> it looks fun and then they she wishes that um that the world was more like Adelasia so it was more magical 
<clears throat> and then in turn all okay, she the wishes magic her life was like a fairy tale mm-hmm. yes it starts sealing stealing the magic from andalasia and basically weakening it weakening it and um like destroying it like it is it is like crumbling in on itself um as it tries to form itself with the with the live action world <laughs> I don't really know how yeah. else to say it and Amy Adams is slowly turning into an evil stepmother. So the it quickly turns to being Morgan who has to save everyone, who's kind of the Cinderella of the story. And uh, yeah, it's like, it's sweet. It's cute. We've also got um, uh, some other, Maya Rudolph is kind of the, the other bad bitch in town um, and her friends. And yeah, so while, so while this this conflict is slowly happening like like Giselle learns that she's slowly turning into a stepmother because she asked for her life to be a fairy tale um yeah. she's starting to notice other things changing around town too like before before she noticed the change or before she even made the wish I think I think Maya Rudolph was introduced you know she's um she's a mean girl she is but she's like head of the PTA and she's like mm-hmm. super mom she like does everything for the high school um, she has a son who's like in all the sports and he's prom king and he's whatever. Like he's, it's, it's all, it's all perfect. Um, and then she has her two lackeys, uh, that just kind of help her do whatever. I mean, she's just doing mom stuff. Like she's just a little catty and like a little gossipy, but she's really just a mom who's just <laughs> trying to show dominance over yeah. Giselle in this power. town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That she's got power. So but then as the world is changing and, and Maya Rudolph's character turns into the queen of this town and with Giselle being turned into an evil stepmother, she wants the power, obviously. So they both kind of turn into these villains and that kind of further, like, not, it just further complicates the storyline. <laughs> it muddles <laughs> the story. Yeah. <laughs> really does like compared to the first movie this movie was so overly complicated (laughs) that it just went off the rails (laughs) there was a lot of characters and there was a lot of motivations and you know and patrick Dempsey was barely even there because he turned into a prince and he like went off to fight monsters and then he was just gone for the entire movie like he's so useless (laughs) Like, I'm like, okay, like, we, I get that the first movie was about, was really focusing on Giselle and Patrick and them, you know, forming their relationship and their romance and getting together. But, but like, was this, and I'm, and obviously the Disenchanted was mostly about, I guess, Giselle and Morgan kind of getting over this obstacle that they've somehow come to. I mean, Morgan, again, loves Giselle, calls her mom like respects her i feel like they would have gotten over this if you know yeah, once she's a teenager so once morgan just made some friends at the new place like it it, it you'll live yeah <laughs> um but you know there's also the idea that there really is no such thing as a uh happily ever after and you know that kind of challenging that notion that people like life is very complicated so it doesn't it's not always easy and you know 
there's just there's and, things that everyone has to do, you know? Yeah. And in a way, like Giselle was acting kind of selfishly because I mean she she thought mm-hmm. that making everything like Andalasia and everything like a fairy tale would just make everything easier for everyone. But she truly just didn't want Morgan to be mad at her anymore and she just took kind of took the easy way out. That was really kind of selfish and just dumb of her to do. Well, um be careful what you wish for is the theme <clears throat> of the movie. <laughs> <sighs> I mean yes but like I just feel like she would have wised up a little bit from from being in New York and having another child for so long. I mean, you'd think mm-hmm. she would have... She lived in New York. You'd think she would have toughened up living there. <laughs> like, I mean... Uh, yeah. Am I wrong? That'll really, that'll really get you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, she quickly realizes her mistake but she can't fix it because she's slowly being turned into the evil stepmother. So, um, you know what this movie was to me, though, was just it was actually more entertaining and more of a romp because there was more going on and it was like sillier and funnier to me than than a lot of the first one. It's a very different movie. I did like that. It was very different from the first one. And comparing it to the sequel of Hocus Pocus 2, I felt like this one was a better sequel because I just thought it was a lot more, you know, growing with the same characters, having them face different obstacles and in a different location um, made it seem like it wasn't just the same movie twice, you know? Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, compared compared to Hocus Pocus 2, I think they they took a more safe route i think with that one it just Mm -hmm. felt very rehashed and just kind of a lot of the same and just a lot of fanfare honestly um this one they they did put a lot of thought into this story i i kind of wish they would have gone about it a little bit differently i mean i with with the with the new baby coming in i i almost kind of thought that they were gonna take a route with morgan um you know feeling feeling left out and kind of wanting to be like more more like a citizen of Andalasia because you know the wand was only for the kid it, mm-hmm. it could only be used by someone from Andalasia you know maybe kind of being like outcasted from her family a little bit yeah. like feeling a little bit and her like, making a dumb choice because she's a she's a yeah child. and then her making a dumb choice yeah like that would have made <laughs> a lot more sense to me than Giselle making because to me she's she's lived in New York she's had Patrick Dempsey to kind of keep her in check like, she should have wised up. Like, she should have been a smart New Yorker by this Morgan time. Morgan should like, have been the one to, to <clears throat> cast the spell and should yeah. have been the, the full main character of this movie. It should have just been Morgan. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yes! That's exactly right, Emily. You got you hit that, you hit it in the nail on the head. And I actually would have wanted Giselle to be a complete opposite of herself from the first Enchanted movie. Like, just have her be just a full-on, mm-hmm. just, yes, like, and then, and then and then maybe, and then maybe even have smart. Morgan be like, I want my mom to be like she was before. Like, you know, have her, because oh, she Emily. lived in New York, cha- oh my, am I, Rewrite like, fucking this rewriting movie. Disenchanted right now? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a really good idea. And, like, I could still move to the suburbs, but, you know... Yeah. yeah. Giselle would be yeah. like super street smart, you know, extra yeah. good at it. 
Yeah. But like still sing, you know? Right? Yes. I think I did like the songs. I thought that, so Alan Menken did the songs for this. And I do wonder if he did the songs in the first one. Let me just check because I thought that the songs in this one were better. Maybe just we've grown a bit more. (laughs) Excuse me. I I definitely liked them. I I like the song that her and uh, that Amy Adams and Maya Rudolph sang together. Like that was a fun song. Um, yes that one was and the great. one that i and the one that idina sings was was really good was really cute the love the power one the, yeah the love power one yeah um, alan Menken did do the the first movie i thought that that movie was good and i'm really as that song was good the love power one um i'm really glad they got idina Menzel to do it but like the one in the movie was too long too drawn out um way too much the one in the credits was a bop the one in the credits was a bop yes that one was the one dude i really liked that (laughs) yeah way better than that like so close song in the the first one (laughs) which you hear at disneyland like i did not realize that that was where the song was from because i think that's actually in song that like oh so close song that that's usually in um world of color i think yes that's what casey said i had yes never, yeah i didn't and i know. didn't realize it was from enchanted <laughs> such yeah. a bad disney fan man <laughs> how many times have we seen world of color and i was like watching this enchanted movie thinking i've heard this song before this is definitely in world of color <laughs> i oh boy. yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean world of color isn't it, it's a great show, but it's not my favorite show. I mean, we know what my favorite show is. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh. I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, you know. It's fantastic. Yes, yes. Fantastic's favorite show, and then my favorite parade. <laughs> yes. Ugh. I mean, probably, probably the paint that I paraded uh, like overpasses. Uh, uh, Fantasia, not Fantasia. I think it does. Fantastic. Paint, Paint the Night is like a, it's a formative um, art piece for you in your life. That was a. Uh, it has it has changed me for it for for the better for the rest of my it's day. It's part of your personality, actually. It <laughs> is my night personality. Parade. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh wow! I actually recently was watching TikTok and. Because I follow one person who walks around the parks, <laughs> it shows me a bunch of like live streams of people who walk around Disney World and Disneyland just at random times whenever I'm TikTok. So, so whoever is live streaming, um, they just walk around the park and just, you know, talk to the people on the on the live stream and oh, yeah. ride rides and stuff. And so I watched one last week, and they were. They were watching Fantasmic in Florida. And the way that they have Fantasmic in Florida is that they have kind of like stadium seating. And then there's like water in front of it. And then there's Fantasmic. And I was like, I don't like this. Like, I feel feel like um, Fantasmic's like joy in Disneyland is just on the fact that you're kind of just standing where you're usually walking all the time. You know, and there's it's the yeah. water transforms. <clears throat> it does. It does it make it hard place. to to get a good spot to sit and watch it, though. So like, well, that's I, for sure. I mean, yeah, I'd like to have I like to have 
whatever seat you end up sitting in will be a good seat type of thing where, you know, you could be behind a tree or you could be. Yeah, that's true. But then that the, the magic is that you, land, that like, you get I mean, the, the spot. <laughs> I, <Yeah>. just, <laughs> I just like will forever defend Disneyland against Disney World because I have strong opinions about it now um, after visiting it once. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. There are definitely things that, that Disneyland does better than Disney World, but there are, there are still a lot of very great things that Disney World has that, uh, yes. that I wish I wish we had we had more access to here. But uh, well, unfortunately, well, we do not. Now that Bob Iger is back <clears throat> at the top, um, hopefully all of the stupid-ass decisions uh, that Bring Disney made. World over. Bring it to <laughs> California. <laughs> no, I mean, just like... Bulldoze all the houses and the businesses in Anaheim. <laughs> The, the the real thing is that there was there's just been so much that Disney has been all these choices Disney has been making in like the past five or six years has just been trash choices and making people pay for more things to make their experience better when in reality you just can't go to the park and have a spontaneous time anymore and it's it's really really crazy and um yeah. You know, you you the more money that you can put into it, the better time you're going to have and that's just not how it should be. Definitely not. Definitely yeah. not. I agree. We we were in the golden age, I think. There definitely was a golden age of going to Disney and and we are we are in the dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um so again, look yes. At these uh plot yep. keywords that's a good idea i'm gonna look at the at the trivia okay uh so for disenchanted we have second part disney disney plus disney princess princess <laughs> nice. nice not like you know i mean i guess it's still stepmother uh daughter relationship i don't know whatever there's more so, things obviously yeah stepmother stepdaughter relationship <laughs> Stepmother's a daughter. So Rachel Covey, who played Morgan in Enchanted, can be seen and speaks to Giselle in the first town market scene of Monrolasia. What? What? Really? Okay. I feel like, I don't know, maybe she's not an actress anymore, but like truly, I thought that she would want to reprise her role and... It's kind of strange to me that she didn't like. Maybe she's not an actress anymore. She was just in that one scene, you know. Yeah, I mean, I thought that the main girl was was her still, but I, yeah, I but also then. thought that because I went to the Enchanted. So what I did was I looked just quickly on my phone at the Rachel Covey, and then I clicked on her name, and then I saw that she was also in Disenchanted. So then I thought, oh, it's her, but no, it's not. Oh, I really yeah, didn't look no. hard enough. You, you, you confused yourself. Um, I did. All right, let's see. What else? This film was in development since early 2010. Jesus, just what? three years after the first one? Oh my God, that's <laughs> 12 years ago. Jesus Christ. Uh, what? That's wild. And it was also produced by Amy Adams. So. Um, oh, yes. And we have a lot of the references again. You know, we talked about uh, all the princess references in Enchanted, but uh, some of the 
Some of the references in this movie are the three women dressed in pink, blue, and green from Sleeping Beauty's uh, uh, Fairy Godmothers. Yes, I love The broom those. dancing and sweeping with Morgan is the same from Fantasia. Yes. Uh, dresses in the dress store include Belle and Snow White. Props related to princesses in the dress shop include the rose from Beauty and the Beast, the apple from Snow White, pumpkin from Cinderella. Uh, so lots of stuff. Lots of stuff in here. Um, Pip getting turned into an evil cat was pretty fun. Um, that was that was pretty good. Was and we good. haven't even talked about Pip. Pip in the first movie was pretty cute, pretty fun. He did a lot of pantomiming, but was mostly just annoying. Um, but still yeah. had like some cute, like still little... charming. Yeah, he was he was charming, and I really enjoyed him as a talking cat. Um, that was pretty cute and funny because he was gen- generally evil, evil. Um, and he looked like a giant, uh, a giant chipmunk. So he sure did. Um. Did Amy Adams wear a wig in the first movie? No, right? Oh, I bet for some of it. I mean, she she wore a wig. She wore a wig in this movie. Yeah, okay. I mean, a lot of characters wore wigs, you know, like even if they yeah, have the same color hair. But then that just got me to thinking if she even it didn't look like she was wearing a wig in the first movie. Well, certainly it, they added hair to her because she has like really oh, long like, hair in some parts of it that's true her yeah her her updo when she's married that that's definitely some that's definitely some extensions yeah it's also know. easier on on the actress to have have a wig like that's true doing your hair every day for the, like the same way every day is is a lot for the hair you know Apparently, Morgan and Tyson were supposed to have a duet song. Uh, Tyson uh, was Maya Rudolph's son. Yeah? Uh, something different this year, but it was deleted. Oh, no. I would have liked that. That would have been fun. Yes. I definitely would have liked that. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to go to the meta score. Oh, oh, this one's interesting. Okay, last last one. Mm-hmm. The last film to use the 2006-2011 Disney logo. Oh, yeah. Hmm. All right. Very interesting. Um, so this movie got a 50 meta score, which is significantly lower than the first one. Um, for sure oh we actually got some negatives up in here (laughs) yeah seven positive 19 mixed three (laughs) negatives people were mostly who is who is it's my mom she's texting me oh goodness people were very mixed about this movie um let's take a look at these negatives the lowest we have is a 33 my goodness um the AV Club gave it a 33. Its lack of legitimate wit, cleverness, and focus makes a promising concept feel like a wasted wish, conjuring little of the magic that made its predecessor feel so memorable. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I... Uh... 
Oh boy, that that's 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 true in a lot of ways, though. I it, it was very pointless a lot of the time. I mean, it, it just was messy. It was messy. It's just it's just because the first movie was so it was so pointed in what it was trying to do, and it did it. This movie didn't feel like it had like a like a goal or like a like it I. I I'm gonna read the like vulture, it. the vulture forty, because it, that's exactly what you're talking about here. Okay, okay, okay. It says this isn't an organic continuation of Giselle's story, so much as an uninspired knockoff of the original. Yet another attempt to use existing IP to attract viewers and subscribers, besotted by the prospect of watching something familiar on a Friday night. And you know what? Actually, I don't know if I watched this on a Friday night. I think I might have watched it the next day that it was out. <laughs> Yeah. No way. It might have been Friday. Wait, didn't it come out on Thursday or did it come out on, on a Friday? <clears throat> um, Maybe it came out on Thanksgiving. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Okay. So, no. I did. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what. I definitely didn't watch it the day it came out, but uh, we did watch it over the weekend, I think. Um. Okay. This movie was got the... a 100. One 100 from the San Francisco sure Chronicle. What a difference between that and the 33 from the AV Club. That's quite a that's quite a gap. That's quite a jump. Jesus. Yes. Did did you want to do you want me to read it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um Disenchanted. A delightful follow-up to the beloved fairy tale Enchanted delivers everything you could ask for in a sequel. It not only continues the original film's magical mix of music, animation, live action, and humor, but also takes the story in a new and interesting direction. Wow, David, you really <laughs> wow, like <David>. this movie. <laughs> wow, okay. David really liked this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was like, this is it. This is what I want to see. Like, this is my jam. I did, you know... Again, it's it's a nice movie to just have on. I didn't have a problem with that, and I didn't dislike it. So, um, I I also didn't dislike. But again, I don't have very very uh, jarring viewpoints of either of these movies. Like it's just they, they were made. I have seen them. <laughs> yes. I What's for dinner? <laughs> like, I was literally kind of... thinking that. I was thinking that exact thing. <laughs> When I was watching the second one, I was just watching it and I was like, you know, um, I'm glad that this these movies were made. Like, I'm not unhappy that they were made. I, you know, but you just, were glad? That's a strong emotion, Elsa. You know, that I you know, maybe not glad. Maybe just not <laughs> you know like I'm not unhappy. Like I'm happy that somebody made these up, but like, I just don't, you know, like they're interesting, I guess, enough to to keep me interested for watching them all day, you know, and you know what, that's you know, something. I, you know, I think I know what you're trying to say. I, I'm, <laughs> you and I are both glad that someone had the creativity to write up this movie and it was their dream to make these two movies and they yeah. did it. They yeah. did it. They succeeded. And they did it. Great job to you. <laughs> I, don't, I think in the case of the second one, it was definitely a uh, a team of people slash Disney execs that wanted this movie to be made. So, 
I mean, right, because they, they wanted to just feed feed familiar storylines and nostalgic storylines to the to their you know their disney's just a bunch of money grabbers i mean and, and, <laughs> i mean i'm 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 sh- i'm sure a lot of love went into this but in the end it's all just a big money grab um but yeah <laughs> do you have anything else on to that say about- really nice note <laughs> You know what? I have one last question, Alessandro. What what is your what is your favorite song from Enchanted and your favorite song from Disenchanted? Oh God. Um, I like the 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 first one. It's like the obvious, like how do you know that you love her? I like that yeah, one that's a lot. A good one. That's a good. One. And then really and then one. the second one, obviously, is the. Credits song, the love power song that Adina sings. <laughs> the love, the ep, the 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 end credit power ballad. <laughs> it's great. Like it is a so bop. Yeah, I was. I, I'm gonna add it to my Spotify. Like that's gonna be a song. It's gonna be on my Spotify Wrapped for next year. <laughs> like, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> and like, also great use of Adina in this second movie because, like, obviously Adina since the first movie has done so much, and also has been, you know, and she's a Disney queen and has been in like two of the highest grossing Disney movies of all time. So, you know, it, <laughs> she her like role in this has changed so much, and you're like, oh, they're really using Adina this time. Yeah. Yeah, oh. and, and as as they should. I'm 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 glad she was happy to not have to sing in in the first one, but I'm really glad they. She had her seemed happy to do one. it in this one. She she this, yeah. She's like, I'll pay me and I'll do it. You know. Oh yeah, pay her enough. She'll sing. <laughs> um, I I I agree. Uh, the how does she know that you love her is is such a good song song from Enchanted. Uh, it's so so catchy, so good. And then I think even though the 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 heart one at the end is really good. I I'm gonna go with the with the with the two baddies song that they sing mm, together. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. That one is very enjoyable. Um, and Maya Rudolph, as always, is a delight. I love her. Yes, even though they probably could have done something a little bit better with her character personally, I'm glad that she was in there. Um, and I'm glad she had a song. So you know, I it's good. I love Maya Rudolph. Um, all right. Is that is that all we have to say about That's enchanted it. and disenchanted? Okay. I feel like we really summed it up. I think that was good. I th- I think we I think we really gabbed about these two movies for too long. Um, but uh, but we <laughs> but we did it. If you <laughs> if you enjoyed if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher and IMDb. Um, if you want to follow our social media, we have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search Abba the Popcorn or Abba the Popcorn Podcast. If you want to email us and say hello, please email us at Abba the Popcorn Podcast at gmail.com. And we also have merch, so please check that out. But thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Good bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.